was shit on my end when yeah, I went through I didn't all that. know if that was your setup for the. Um, like, I thought that was your program, not your mic. Uh, I don't know. That's really. That, that's your beard rustling against the microphone, so that's really annoying. Can you hear it? I can hear the beard. I can hear you, <laughs> but it was. It was like. Um, is it really strong? Can you hear it really strongly? It's enough to make me go sit up slightly towards slouch instead of... Oh, fuck. Hold on. Oh, is that good? That's, uh, yeah, that's, that's better. Oh, well, this is pleasant. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's, it... (laughs) Literally, just, yeah, don't, whatever that was, don't do that. This? Just the, like that thing. Okay, maybe, what if I take the headphones out? But then you won't be able to hear me. I can hear you through the thing. But how will you record? Through the thing? But then you'll have the feedback of the, the sound being on the mic. Are you recording me? Yeah. It'll be fine. It'll be fine as long as you stop rustling the beard against the little mic thing. Okay. <laughs> it's not going to be fine, is it? Uh, uh, we'll see. As long as you just don't move. Right. right now, that's I'll pre- fine. I'll pretend I'm a para- para- mm, Paralympian. Oh, I thought you were going somewhere different, but no. I mean, Paralympians Me are really expiring. and, and I know, surprised they, myself. They achieve things that few of us could really do. That internet connection is lagging there. Can you see me okay? I can, it's just getting like really distorted, the visuals. I can hear you okay. Can well, you hear me not, okay? I can hear you, but it's getting distorted. Well, do you need to see me? Because I can turn off my camera. This is weird. Can you hear me? Yeah. Maybe I'll turn off my camera. Is that better? Yeah, because then I can just see myself. Yeah. You can choose your position. And I can take my top off without feeling weird. You should still feel weird about that. Why? It just It's just nice to be like able to rub my nipples without a layer of fabric in between. Don't turn off the camera. Don't move your face. <sighs> How late were you out last night, Michael? Pretty late. How late's pretty late? I went to bed at 5am. And it's now 5.30. Yep. What time did you get up today? I got up at 10.30. That's not enough sleep. It was a surprising amount. Surprisingly enough sleep. That's not my perspective. Well, you're in New Zealand. What do you know? That's a very good point. Well made. Eloquently put. <laughs> I concede defeat. Can you turn the camera back on? I can, but it, you were saying that it was all glitchy. Oh, shit. It's so glitchy. How's your uh, weekend? Yeah, it was good. Uh, yeah. It didn't feel like I did much, which was quite nice. 
was, I have my awesome. TV set up, so I plugged in my game console and caught up on a few things which I hadn't finished since I came back. Like it's homework. <laughs> yeah, I, I had to do my study. Obviously, the midterms are coming up, and I was worried that my B average wasn't going to be enough to see me through. Yeah, the midterms. Yeah, video game midterms at video school. Um, and what did you have to eat today? I made lasagna, actually. This is riveting podcast material. Well, to be honest, there's a lot of scratchiness over the first three minutes, so I'm tempted to just abbreviate. N- now you've frozen. Now you're not. Now you're not moving. I had nothing to say. Oh. well, this is that's always a good way to start. Welcome to Deep Forward, everybody. My name is Nick. Hello. Sitting opposite me through the internet is Michael. Hello. He is a. Uh, under the weather today. I'm not. Well, I beg to differ. I beg to differ. I feel fine. Yeah. I uh, am a bit tired. Yeah. Uh, and I feel a little dehydrated. Yeah, and you were vomiting on yourself earlier. You can't see what is behind the com- computer. But <laughs> Out of sight of the camera. It is not pretty. That doesn't surprise me. Yeah. It involves underwear and a KFC Zinger Burger wrapper. <laughs> so you can... You know what's I'm not going to tell you what it is, but it, you can put you can it together. You can join those dots in whichever configuration you like. You yeah. know what, what doesn't surprise me is I genuinely believe that there is that on your floor right now. I couldn't make that up if I no, wanted to. No. Um, well, I'm glad you had a good fringy kind of night. We did have a good night. I did have a good night. It would have been a nice weather yep. for it. 40 degrees or something. Mm-hmm. That's it when you would be out. It cooled off. That, that, that sounds like you're... Oh, sounds like you're... Thinking. That's better. No, you just... <laughs> it's just like... Oh. It's like coaxing a 12-year-old to drink their Demazin medicine. Can you just sit up? <laughs> sit up, because this is... Ugh. Oh, That's nice. Been, oh, you're, you're vomiting a little bit again. Just a little bit. Yeah. But doesn't that feel better? It's, it's purgative. Yeah, it is. It does yeah. feel better. You always know what's best for me. You? I do. And that's why when I say vomit, you often oblige. Yes. And yes, especially master. when you stick your fingers down my throat. Look, we don't need to go into the details. <laughs> I thought you'd had one too many Panadols, but, you know, I, th- I was trying to save your life. Panadols. You'd had four Panadols, and I thought, that's a bit much. I don't take Panadol anymore. I take ibuprofen. It's fancy. Is that from your also, pharmaceutical connections? Yes, I've got my guy at Coles. Oh. Who serves me. Who serves you. Yeah, he just works. Oh. He works at Coles. Oh, yeah. So he's not really your guy, is he? Yeah, no, he is. But, like, does he know your name? He doesn't know my name. So is he, he doesn't really your guy? Him. I mean, I, I don't own him, like, um, like in a marriage kind of way. Or a slavery kind of way? Neither. Well, we're just two point, uh, We're just two mates. Just two guys. We see each other. I go to his store, buy ibuprofen, take it to the counter. He makes, he takes the money from me. Hmm. 
I, um, I had a friend like that, the cheesemonger. Every Monday when I'd do the shopping, I'd uh, get 100 grams of ham from the cheesemonger and sometimes some cheese, but mostly ham. And, you know, over the course of many months of a regular routine, we fell into friendship. Did you? Yeah. It's a nice little tale. It is a nice tale. And then at the end of last year, he was moving on to bigger and better things. He quit the, the cheesemonger. I was moving overseas. We shook hands and I waved to him as I walked out of the shopping centre. I found he, out his name. What was it? Was Sam. It, was it Mr. Cheese? <laughs> it's Mr. Munger, actually. He prefers Mr. Munger. It's cheesy to his friends. Cheesy Munger. <laughs> his name is Cheese Munger. Cheese E Munger. The name's Munger. Cheese Munger. It's <laughs> good. Well, anyhow, this is a this is a podcast in which we talk shit, obviously, and then sometimes we get around to topics. This week, Michael, I was thinking yeah. we talk about the density of population and societal interaction kind of stuff. Does that right. does that suit you? Yes, I'm ready to go. Well, my hypothesis, and I'd like to hear your thoughts on this. I wonder the way that society, uh, you know, because it feels like at the moment. It's a lot of angst. Looks, everything's like, everyone's really angry at the moment, like society-wise. Everything's like heightening. And I'm wondering how much that to do, has to do with the proximity and the, the amount of, uh, the closeness of people living to each other and whether or not that'll change as we as a species move out into the solar system. Say it again. <laughs> um... Uh, can you condense it a bit more? Yeah. Do you reckon that society behaves more aggressively to each other at the moment because there are so many people on a very small place? And how do you think that'll change as we step out into uh, new frontiers? All right. Um, he's saying it's kind of like a proximity issue. Yeah. That's like- what creates distress among human beings or certainly contributes to it yeah i kind of surely um you know everyone can think of times where like if you've been like living and if you've been on a holiday with your family or something like that and you're like in really close quarters to everyone they just start to get on your nerves and i just wonder if broadly that also comes into play whether we as a species actually need space yeah well can we even comprehend space that much can we comprehend Having more space than our community? I think so, because we still have opportunities to But in terms that. of space in, on, on planet Earth, yeah. in terms of that kind of space, uh, outside of your, your community, I don't think, I can't really fathom, well, right now I'm thinking of, I'm trying to I'm thinking of uh, how big the Earth is, but I guess that's a different question. I mean, there are still places on Earth which are not very densely populated, but it feels like, you know, like what, what, what do you personally, um, do you find benefits from, like, say, going for a, a walk away from people? Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I guess it's just a decluttering yeah. Uh, is your sub- subconscious perception of, yeah, I guess your subconscious perception of space 
uh, and how free you feel to move in that space. I, think, I guess I think it's like a like a clearing, like a, a mental clearing. Like if you, um, you know, in terms of relaxation or, or processing of thought, you know, it it really helps to um, get away. You know, when people say they want to get away for a bit, it's it's almost literal. You know, they want to actually leave behind the closest of what they're doing. Yeah, I find that you know, if I ever go for a walk, you know, in like a national park or you know, out something like that, that's really freeing and, and because of the the isolation, because of the ability to look inwards at your own thoughts. Yeah, and I think it is very difficult to do that when the, you have so many distractions around you, so many people and uh, reminders of of things that you need to be doing or. You, you think you think you should be doing because you know you need to go to work because you need to have the house to live in and you need to buy food with that that money as well yeah it, it, all the, does, the pressures the, the normal day to day pressures it is distracting and it's a it is a bit of an illusion as an well illusion I think of People, me included, I don't know, thinking about having a job, that's just like you just need to get a job. But you don't really need to get a job. There's nothing that compels you to get get a job job. other than aspiration. Only if you really want to live, you know. Yeah, a society requires exchange. in, you you know, just monetary exchange to make things accessible. Yeah, like the assumption that, well, you you'll get a job. Like, what what do you do for a living? Like, it's a strange. It, it it's not. It shouldn't be an assumption. I don't think. I really hate that question. Anyway, I think everyone kind of hates that question. Yeah, but because it almost uh, requires self justification. It's like it's either. Um, uh, this is what I do, but I'm actually like that's not what I want to do. So like, don't even worry about that. Like, I, uh, you know, I work at a grocer, but I'm actually trying to get into something. Like, it's it's pushed aside, or it's yeah. the other end of it, which is um, this is what I do, and this is what I want to do and what I love doing, and this therefore defines me. You know, it doesn't seem yeah. like there's an in between place where you could be without a job, but something else, you know? Yeah. Um, some people want their job to define them. Or it genuinely does define them, which is fine too. But I don't think that happens for most people. I mean, the stigma is that that's a burden on society, though. Like, if you're coasting on the hard work of others due to, like, welfare or that kind of stuff. Right. Uh, yeah. I've never really thought about it that way. Like, I... That that that's the, that's the criticism. Yeah, I'm not saying I agree with it, but people, you know, would point to it and say, "Well, you know, you know, the only reason that you're able to do that is because you can, you're healthy, because you can go to the doctor still, or you know, uh, you're taking advantage of other people's niceness in order to be fed at night, or that sort of stuff." Or yeah, you know, which is still still subject to the presumptions of how society is meant to is meant to work, you know. 
Right. I, um, you know, I was going for a walk today and just listening to music. You know, I didn't really have any particular destination, but I, you know, just went wandering for a bit. And you know, it's so um, refreshing that kind of, you know, moments of just thought. You know, where you can just unwind and listen to stuff. But I find it really creatively recharging as well. You know, I think when you're in the middle of a routine or in the middle of that kind of lifestyle, um, you know, and proximity of things and people wanting attention and that kind of stuff, it limits your ability to sort of, you know, have original ideas. And so whenever that sort of, you know, opportunity comes up to get out and, you know, to to spend that kind of time in space like that, um, you know, I find it really recharging in like a different kind of energy and I come back going like, oh, right, this is like... I need to do this and I want to, you know, write that and that kind of stuff. And I think that I just worry that the risk of us growing so dense and, you know, city living and that kind of stuff is that you just fall into, like, the worker drone kind of pattern. Will people be able to find new space uh, digitally through VR? And, I mean, can that offer people That's a really interesting question. Um, Like, uh, instead of going for a walk... You know, I guess people do it now with video games. That's, yeah, I think you're probably right. But, but it's it still doesn't uh, solve the kind of claustrophobic element. Not yet, but that, it's an interesting question. I think um, I think that it probably will come to a point, just technologically, where the realism is so much that it feels like it's all around you, that it feels like you're stepping into new new realms. Will it be enough? Who knows? What will the future hold? Don't know. <laughs> that's, the, that's the summary. I was watching before you called. Um, <laughs> I say you that you me. called. <laughs> no, I didn't. I was watching before you called and interrupted me. <laughs> <laughs> but fine, let's, let's see what Nick has to say. <laughs> I was watching Impression videos and I found this guy that does a really great Kevin Spacey impression I, I, why, you have a thing about impressions you, I, like I, I, I just never I really just found saw, saw, like seeing the specific repeat, like appeal of it I don't know I just like him you, there was a guy who did a really good Spacey did you say yeah the best impressions are the ones of with like celeb- uh, with people that you know that you wouldn't never think that there's anything like unique about them, and then they bring out that unique thing that made that that like really quantifiable. Kind of, yeah, where yeah. you know it's like Kevin Spacey, but when you're watching Kevin Spacey, you're not thinking about his quirks or anything. Hmm. <laughs> Why yeah. did I bring this up? I'm, I'm not sure, but I enjoyed it. Um. Uh, should we get back to the topic? We can do whatever you like. I was going to say that um, I wonder if, you know, whenever you watch that kind of science fiction where they're stepping out into space or, you know, the society's already established in space, um, the, like, it, it seems like there's less, I mean, in most situations it's kind of a utopia, you know, where they're, Society interacts better. By the time everyone gets to space, it's 
it's like a unified species and uh, you know everyone is um, you know there's no racism or nationalism or anything like that and it's all just like happy happy within the species and I wonder if that's reflective of the way that people would actually be when we get into space or whether there's still going to be a kind of patriotism or nationalism once we step off earth do you think that um, step off of what earth all oh, right do you think um, that, do you think that that's um, that's inevitable or well i think People are uh, survivalists, and they are—they are I think they are selfish um, by nature. In terms of looking out for themselves, unless you've got kids, and then I think something else kicks in. Yeah, but I think there'll always be this competitiveness uh, amongst humans. So um, it may get better, but I think. It, there will always be some disharmony that uh, that we can't really get over. Yeah, but is that is that an aspect of race or an aspect of just the sort of um, that social? Like we've always been a um, community species. You know, we we can only mentally process like a hundred people or faces. You know, we can feel attached to you know mm-hmm. that village size thing. Do you think that's that's hardwired or can we overcome that um, you know with with time yeah potentially uh, I think it would take a can long you just, time can you just watch your collar there your collar's hitting oh. the microphone yeah mm. that's it yeah that's a lot better that's it yeah Ugh. keep have to repositioning what was the question talking about um, um, the ability of the human mind to focus on people larger than groups of a hundred. Um, uh, uh, <laughs> I feel a bit, a bit like a space cadet today. Why is that? Just a bit, you know, I oh, can't really, you're a bit spacey. I'm, fi- I'm finding sentences a little hard to push out of my head, <laughs> out of, out of my mouth. Out of your mouth. That your head to mouth hole. I'm very aware of this. Thought down mouth out. It's a shame that this is not a video podcast because that was a really um, illuminating gesture. (laughs) So just straight down here and then it goes like out the mouth hole and then like into your ear holes. I want to be a a biology teacher. Um, There was that movie Elysium. Yeah. Can I go see that with you? Yeah. That's what I'm thinking of right now. What was the problem there? They had... It was a caste system, so that all the elites were in the, the special satellite and all the shitty people were left on Earth. Mm. There'll always be... I think there'll be an element of that always. Yeah, there'll always be an upper class. Hierarchy. Yeah. Did you see today that um, that one of the women who's volunteered for the Mars Human Project... Had yeah. an interview. Oh, did she? Yeah, she talked about why she wanted to go and die on Mars. Yeah, what'd yeah. she say? I didn't read it. I just saw that it popped up like two minutes before I was interrupted by Michael's phone call. Interesting. Hmm. I look. Yeah, forward. yeah. We should post it. Yeah. The um, 
find that I'm just really curious about um, how much of our humanity and the way that we interact with people is defined by the planet that we live on. You know, how how does humanity behave in situations other than on Earth? I, I, just, I just find that really curious question. It's a great question. I don't have an answer. We never do. Hmm. The uh, we get that glimpse of it, I think, a little when you see people who, you know, do these yacht trips around the world or something, you know, by themselves in the sea for eight months, or you know, the adventurers who, you know, climb over a mountain range, that kind of stuff, and see what people do like independently. But the idea of, you know, can you imagine, like, at some point in the future, there is going to be a nation which puts out humans for colonization purposes into the stars, you know, and how do you, like, I, I just, I'm so excited by that prospect of, you know, seeing how, how you can become in a, in a bigger picture of the universe. It, it's, I don't think it's going to be in our lifetimes. You don't think so? No. Do you think we'll find life on other planets? Of course. In our lifetime? Possibly. Man, I really hope so. Every there's that um, there's that famous futurism quote where every person thinks they'll live long enough to see the the thing that they've studied come to fruition or something like that. So every futurist thinks that they're going to be the ones who live long enough to. Um, see the first, you know, glimpse of alien life, or or or, or for uh, the singularity. Jesus will, or, Jesus will come back in my lifetime. Yeah, all that kind of shit. Yeah, yeah. the um, the apocalypse is now. Well, it basically is. Yeah. Um, the oh, that's my train of thought. Idiot! Damn it! Stupid. Oh yeah, no, that's what I was gonna say. Uh, we'll definitely see um, commercial space travel like in terms of um you can hop in a plane in sydney and get to la in eight hours by you know going into the upper atmosphere kind of stuff if that happens i feel very bad for my future kids because i'm going to leave them with nothing i'm going to put all of my (laughs) money into just that it's either going to be that or cryogenics (laughs) that's the two cars are going down either way it's all going to be about me (laughs) They, they, I, I feel sorry for my kids already. Sorry, kids. You don't actually have to get a job, so uh, you don't need money. But obviously I did, and I said my money. And I've set myself up with a cryogenic pod. I'm just glad my, my parents instilled in me good, hard-working values. But uh, obviously <laughs> like for you, you're getting nothing. But uh, you don't need anything, so I suppose win-win. <laughs> Uh, I think I think you'd be sur- I think you'd be surprised how quickly and how affordably the like the space flight stuff comes in. Like they're already testing that now. Mm. Within thirty years, it'll be like everywhere. Yeah, Easy. it'll be it'll be in Kmart. Yeah, you'll be able to pop into the Kmart airports and you know just get a flight, get a really Can cheap I- bag of M and M's, and then you know make your way to LA. <laughs> One space flight, please. 
Would you like to print your photos? <laughs> it will still be in 30 years, the photo printing booths that came up. Kodak. <laughs> Kodak still. Kodak it... becomes the retro. Yeah. Oh, man, everyone's printing Kodak these days. <laughs> it just captures something you don't get with this, like, digital cameras. Wait, people already say that. Do you remember what are we going to be made fun of that we currently do no yes like you know how like in the 80s like it's like the clothes I think that hipster shaved head haircut is going to go out of fashion really it's going to go the shaved sides every time I see a top knot I'm just like you're going to be a fucking laughing stock in 20 years but you know take another selfie with your top knot You'll regret it. (laughs) (laughs) It'll come to this crossover point where all of a sudden, all of us who've had Facebook for 30 years look at it and go, oh, God, I need to delete all of that. They're just (laughs) this this hard line where all of a sudden it becomes really, really uncomfortable. Imagine that. We we realise that we've been on Facebook for 30 years. Oh, Oh, shit. It won't be Facebook by then. You don't think? Facebook will be like a virtual reality world. Okay. Facebook bought um, Oculus Rift, I think. Yeah, I heard. Yeah. Uh, was it Facebook? Oh, I, I think I got that wrong. Maybe it isn't Facebook. Facebook was Austin. definitely doing something. Austin would yeah. correct us. He's screaming at us right now. They were snooping. Yeah. They were snooping around. Either way, I'm absolutely confident that that'll be the Facebook direction. Eventually, they'll you know they'll take that big step forward and it'll be like, this is the virtual reality world that you can go to. Mm-hmm. It'll be one I'll of probably... those companies. It might be Google. I saw a photo today of my auntie. She just updated her profile picture. She mm-hmm. had this Facebook account that was just dead uh, for about a year. She was in a coma, though, so you can't blame her for that. She got out of the coma... Updated her Facebook profile picture. Slipped uh, in her head again. It's a bathroom selfie <laughs> with cleavage and everything. Oh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh. That's me enjoying it. Can you send me the picture? Yeah, I'll send you the picture, obviously. Yeah. Why? Why? Well, she's single now. So. Oh, really? Yeah. Wait, your uncle left her when she was in a coma? It's <laughs> <laughs> the best time to leave. She's not going to be like, worrying about this. She's not going to wake up right. I don't even have to sneak out. Like, it's basically a win-win. Just tell her we broke up before the accident. <laughs> she, <laughs> she, everyone's awake, like, sitting by her bedside as she comes around. And just before she, like, finally comes to... The uncle's like looking around to the members. Now, remember what we practiced. <laughs> so she gave us all of her money and I have a blessing to start seeing other people. And oh, quick, quick, shh, shh, shh. Carolyn. Remember, Carolyn. you said you'd give us all of your money. Carolyn, it's Arthur. It's Arthur. I need your signature on this. Oh, that is good stuff. That that, that'll good be stuff. you in the cryopods as well. Your kids will be like, all right, we had to wake you up. <laughs> we need some more of your money. <laughs> I wake up. I'm in the future, but I've got no money. 
<laughs> You're like, I think you would can't see it. And he's like, no, go back to sleep, Dad. I come out of of, of uh, being frozen and I'm just homeless. <laughs> like, but you don't have any assets. It's the future. You have nothing. <laughs> you have to go on the dole now. <laughs> What's the dole? Oh, it's mostly gruel. <laughs> just getting two scoops of gruel a day. It, but you don't it, need it, a job, it, so, you know, that's good. It's just the raw, like, the raw, like, nutrition that you need, <laughs> like, like, mathematically designed. <laughs> it's just gas cylinders of, like, hydrogen and oxygen. This is how you eat this gruel, you'll be healthy. It just tastes like gruel. Dude, we can totally get that. I still need to get... I want to try that Soylent stuff. We talked about that, remember? No. Like, the food substitute. It was on Colbert. But, like, the, mm. the liquid paste that you use instead of meals. Oh, right. The okay. nutritionally balanced one. Yeah. Oh, I really want to try it still. Why do you want to try it? Because it's so curious. Like, I, I just, I want to know if I feel full. I want to know what it tastes like. I want to see if it's, like, satisfying or Who's it made depressing. by? By a company called Soylent. Oh, Soylent, if you're listening, please sponsor our podcast so we can try your shitty gruel. It's, it's, that's not going to help. <laughs> <laughs> I think your gruel is probably but... mediocre, so... <laughs> No, it's good. <laughs> Soylent, gruel. It's better than you probably think it is. <laughs> it's not going to be called Soylent Gruel. I don't like, know. What like, it... like it's a home brand black and gold version of my food substitute. There's a really premium one. And then at the bottom end, like in the Coles supermarket, it's just gruel. <laughs> <laughs> the gruel aisle. Yeah. <laughs> it's more of, it's a gauntlet. Welcome to Kmart Air. Here's your gruel sachet for the flight. <laughs> we'll be in LA in 20 minutes. Your photos will be ready soon. I really hope uh, that Kmart resurges back in the, uh, the space age. Yeah. <laughs> Kmart's become a key player in the race for space. <laughs> oh, it'd be so good. <laughs> Everyone's rooting for those guys. Yeah, they've had it. But they're, all, they're, they're all part. It's not Kmart, though. It's, isn't, they're all part of Coles Meyer. So there is probably something to it, to that. If oh, yeah, a, yeah. Vir, if a Virgin can, if Kmart Virgin is can. Kmart is just you know. Kmart's just another company with money. Oh wait, Coles Meyer's broken up. Oh no! I'm so sorry. How are they they're doing? Coles, they're Coles. <laughs> Corporate breakup. <laughs> oh, they were so good together. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Um, I've got 6% of battery left on that's my laptop, right. and I don't have my charger. We, we can do like three more minutes, and you'll be good. All right. Well, the end of the podcast will be just when it cuts out. Probably. Could um, be at any Could be at any second right now. Um, but I won't send you the thing. Yeah, I think it's been all right with the call recorder app that I've been using anyway. Oh, you don't need, you don't need me to record anymore. Well, we'll see. I think I would prefer it just to have the just once. I'd like to successfully blend the two audio files, but we'll see. It might happen. It might happen. Um, I was going to say something. Oh, did you see that Apple is supposedly designing a car, an electric car? Yeah. I did. It's like a really kind of bland, toilet kind of looking car. Well, it doesn't exist yet. They haven't made one. I this saw a design for it. 
Nah, probably not. Yeah, you're, yeah. Thinking, you're thinking of the Apple Watch. Yeah. Were you thinking of the watch? Was it on someone's wrist? Yeah, of was course it like it was. a small wrist held? Like, did it have like a little dial on it with numbers? Yeah, it was like a wrist car. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's called the new Apple Wrist Car. Oh, it's got Siri in it. She drives. It's like places. a car for your wrist. You just have to lie on the ground with your wrist touching the floor, and it'll just drag you along. <laughs> it's got a CD player as well. That's the kind of thing. Like, all jokes aside, like that's kind of like Colesmeyer deciding to build a spaceship. You know, that's. That's a technology company deciding it wants to get into transportation. Yeah, well, I mean, who else has, you know, money, like uh, enough money to, to fund these things? Yeah, it's true. It's totally true. And they are known for jumping into industries. And everyone in that industry goes, what would a computer, know, a computer company know about the phone industry? And then sure enough, you cut to 10 years later and they just reinvented the market. Mm-hmm. We'll have to see. That's it's quite an interesting leap. Alrighty. Well, this has been pleasant. I hope yeah. that it hasn't been too disruptive for your afternoon of lazily watching sitting impressions. there watching cricket. Yeah, I'm watching cricket. I thought that yeah. was surprising. Can't, can't get enough. I feel like I don't even know you anymore. You don't. Everything's changed. Thanks for uh, calling me in yesterday. That was uh, it was nice to see everyone's faces. Yeah, everyone was uh, got everyone in good spirit. Yay. Did. Maybe yeah. I shouldn't have been there for so long because obviously you had so much good spirit that the night went on uh, till five a.m. Yeah, it's just. It's, it... <laughs> I'm basically a drug, is what I'm saying. I am digital ecstasy. Yes. Which is actually <laughs> the, my Pornhub user account. <laughs> Well, uh, uh, I'll add you, dude. Oh, <laughs> we can be Pornhub. Hey, I'll chat to you on Chat Pornhub. <laughs> chat well, like, There is actually a Chat Pornhub, isn't there? Yeah, it's Chatterbait. Of course, um, the the uh, the Deep Four podcast is coming to its conclusion. But if you would uh, like to catch up on previous episodes, uh, you can go to deepfort.podbean.com. You can find us on iTunes and rate us and leave reviews. You can find us on facebook.com slash deepfort, uh, twitter.com slash deepfort, snapchat.com slash deepfort, and uh, all kinds of other locations. Did you say that this is coming to a conclusion? This episode is coming to an end. Oh, I thought you meant in general. No. I was like, wow. This, this episode, as your battery power dwindles, is, is almost up. So Yes, down to 2%. We will continue to put these out up over the, you know, couple of weeks so. whenever we damn well want or if we remember despite having scheduled it and then both of us forgetting about it, which has happened i was all ready to go yeah but you didn't like you didn't call me and obviously you're too busy watching impression videos so it just fizzled out it's time consuming hmm. well uh, uh what are you going to do for the rest of the night i'm going to go make myself a cup of tea i'm going to sit down i'm going to watch some tv I'm also going to do my planking challenge, which today is three minutes, which is a long fucking time to be planking, to be honest. Who, who set you this challenge? The housemates were doing it for February, and I joined in. Are you raising money for charity? Yeah, I've uh, donated almost $50. To where? Oh, we haven't decided yet. It depends who wins. Oh, okay. Yeah. It could be um, the cancer-causing charity. just goes around 
giving small children cancer. For being brats. Yeah. <laughs> they deserved it. For eating too much candy. <laughs> we call it cancer for candy. <laughs> All, All right, right mate. Uh, well, enjoy your tea. Enjoy your burrito. I'll talk to you next uh, week, maybe. That sounds good. Take care. Stay See fresh. You, you use, use your KFC oh. wipes in your armpits and genitals to, to keep things clean. Thanks for the tip, bro. Peace Bye out. Facts.